0: Too Many Comics, episode 158. Brooks, I don't even think I realized last week when we recorded that San Diego Comic-Con was about to happen.
1: Yeah, I me mean, neither. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we are, you know, obviously flooded with news. Um, so we will blow through quite a bit of it, touch on the uh, bigger topics, and talk about some books. Let's and, do uh, it. Kick that off with you have figured out where Gideon Falls takes place.
1: All right, so I texted you this. I'm not sure if you were feigning non-plusness or if you were at any way interested in this, before I even reveal it, it, where were you when I texted you to this? Uh, like, I, like, I don't, like, I don't give a shit, but of course, why are you Probably like, but, but of course, I mean, I probably didn't really
0: put too much thought into where it was taking place, but if someone had asked me where is a Jeff Lemire book taking place, this is probably what my first guess would have been.
1: New phone who it is. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Toronto is where the city is. Uh, There's a city part and a farm part. The city part's in Toronto. And I realized this because there was a point where Milton, is that the character in the uh, city who has schizophrenic tendencies? Yes. Okay. He mentioned an intersection. I was like, finally, where are you? And that's when I knew. Toronto. Jeff Lemire. All of his books are
0: Canada, correct?
1: Well, he's Canadian, but, and you shouldn't pronounce it that way uh, outside of this show, but so, <laughs> so, uh, I mean, it's
0: whatever. Okay, cool. Toronto.
1: Okay. All right, fine. There it is. Toronto. getting Falls.
0: We've talked a lot recently about, um, or at least it was, you know, we talked a lot recently about Gail Simone and it was her name that kicked off a lot of our you know, Mount Rushmore chat, uh, courtesy of my brother asking if she would be in a hall of fame, Mount Rushmore type of thing. Uh, news broke out of Comic-Con that she is taking over Catalyst Prime superheroes. What is that? I have no idea. So it's the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the prime architect of Forge's Catalyst Prime superhero line. So I have not read any of this. I obviously know next to nothing about it all. Uh, but it, I saw a lot of people talking about it online. It's, I mean, it, you know, if it's, if you want to make me interested in something that I previously had zero interest in, you know, adding Gail Simone's
1: name to it might uh get me to check out a number 1 issue for sure. Okay. Well, I mean, uh I believe in the the writer. I know nothing of this uh line or when you call someone an architect like this, it sounds like a real euphemism. <laughs> like I knew somebody once that was a photographer for Oakley and he his card said visual storyteller and I just rolled my eyes. Is that bad? No, that's fine. Okay. Well, I mean, I think that's what you should do. Roll Thanks. your eyes. Yeah, always. <laughs> so look okay. for that
0: soon, I imagine. Out of line, Forge, Gil Simone, the leading architect
1: of it all. Okay. Flying buttresses. Here we so, come.
0: So the Netflix show of the Umbrella Academy has been cast it's been shooting we've heard numerous times twenty eighteen of the release date which did not seem like it was going to happen because it's getting pretty late in twenty eighteen to not have anything really teed up yet right uh Gerard way has shared the first look at some of the live action characters it was just an Instagram post uh, with the numbers attached to them only not even seeing full body shots or anything just you know parts of their heads and faces with and umbrellas seems, yeah and it seems as though there was another story that said this was coming in 2019. So it looks like we're going to have to wait a little longer than we initially thought, but it's exciting to at least see something. Yeah, I agree with you. But where was Mary Chabellage? <laughs> <laughs> They're setting that for the trailer.
1: Fine. I'm, yes, I agree with you that at least there's like proof that something's happening, which, you know, we, we, we were a little concerned about. We've also got news of
0: Amber Tamlin is joining the cast of why the last man.
1: As someone named like Mariette? Yes, Mariette Callos, daughter of the U.S. president. That's a new character. I don't care about that. (laughs) I'm saying, like, I don't care about that. Let's let's stick to the script. Shows like Walking Dead have made major uh, hay out of characters like Dwight and um, other characters that have have been, you know, very well received by the show. But come on. Come on. Well,
0: maybe it won't be a huge part. I guess. But
1: yeah. <laughs> Well, either way,
0: we uh, we continue to mention Why the Last Man. So, you know, those are Umbrella Academy and Why the Last Man are two shows that we uh highly anticipating trailers for uh, and obviously the full series of. Me too. We talked last week even more about the Comixology originals and how there has not been a single one of them that has really struck a chord with us quite
1: yet. Although we wait, enjoy it. Wait, wait, wait. Real quick. Uh, it's Daryl, not Dwight. I'm sorry. I, I don't want us to get like... Uh canceled by nerds oh it's daryl is listening ah jesus christ it's daryl i'm <laughs> yeah. sorry I was, I was asleep at the wheel it's daryl not dwight sorry any anyway, ahead. all right so comixologies
0: originals you know we said there there weren't any yet that you know fit our bill of of, of good books uh, they did announce at comic-con i think this is four or five new ones that will be coming very soon um a couple of the names as i'm reading through here real quick goliath girls uh we got some creators there's og in the dark um so lots of new stuff coming we've said numerous times it's it's great that this comes with you know the subscription it's awesome to see a new avenue hopefully one of these because their nature of being easy to download and start reading i'm sure we will read these much like we did the first wave and uh, hopefully something uh resonates with us we can only hope uh, and then the last bit of follow-up, which I know that you had to have been excited for, was the release awesome. of an actual Deadly Class trailer.
1: This I like. So this is the Russo Brothers uh, sci-fi. They did not say the release date of the show, I want to say, in this trailer, but it was on point. Violent. The characters kind of y- y- – you saw flourishes of how they appeared in the book, doing their thing and in, 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 in real life, quote-unquote. I can't wait for this. Rick Remender, Deadly Class. Great book. Uh I can't wait for this one. I assume that you feel similarly uh, having seen this trailer.
0: Yeah, it looks it looks pretty sweet. Um it seems to have found a good home with sci fi too. I know a lot of these channels uh now that television has broken out in the way that it has, you you get great shows at, at AMC, FX, Sci Fi, uh you know, obviously all the streaming streaming platforms. So yeah, it, it's sci fi seems to be taking good care of it. And it says no premiere date has been announced yet, but the series will debut in twenty nineteen, so Looks you good. Know, uh, by by, just by having a trailer, you got to assume it's, you know, early
1: 2019. Well, I mean, you saw what happened with the Neomutants movie, so <laughs> I, I don't want to get so hopeful about it. But yes, I believe that they have they have enough footage to at least get a pilot together. <laughs> well, let's
0: talk about some new books.
1: All right. So, how do you want to do this? The debut review. We'll, we'll start with the... what we had orig- originally
0: planned for. Uh, okay, fine. So uh, originally we had gone for The Life of Captain Marvel, number one. This is number one of a five-issue miniseries uh, being written by Margaret Stoll, art by Carlos Pacheco. Uh, This details uh, some backstory. It's not so much, at least this first issue, and I'll kind of just dive right in. It's not so much yet, you know, an origin story of of Carol Danvers. It's sort of how it was somewhat built, if I remember the, the full summary uh, but we get a lot of uh, things so far that, you know, I, I didn't really haven't fully come to know about Carol Danvers. I, you know, I said last week, there's not a ton I've read about her. I was you know, intrigued of, of reading this book for the sole purposes of, of a movie coming out. You know, I'm excited to, uh, right. to learn more about her, to be a little bit more knowledgeable going into that, much like I was when Guardians of the Galaxy came out. Um, so So, in in that vein i mean this was this was a pretty a pretty fun quick little read i mean you've got backstory with her family uh going back home where she's from you you know i don't really need to see her demolishing bad guys i mean i've seen her do that in other offshoot books and avenger books so uh, at least off the start you know this was a a fun little story to to learn more about the character
1: i didn't didn't like this at all not gonna lie I did not like it at all. So, so we get this whole thing where we learn that she's a bit of a asshole. Fine, mm-hmm. and her dad, I guess, was, was abusive. Her mom covered for it, and her brother, somewhere along the way, resented that she became this, you know, international superhero type. Mm-hmm. These are all things I did not know about her. And it, me neither, and yet didn't want to. So, that, maybe I'm just too surfaced that way, and then we get this whole thing where she comes home after all this time and then another tragedy happens. And then perhaps an alien's being born in outer space. The end. That's what happened to me in the story.
0: Well, I mean, that's basically what the story,
1: that's what happened in the story. Well, well, well yeah, but I cut out some spoilers for the listeners in case they want to pick this thing up. <laughs> I, I, I thought that the art was kind of a little, a little, uh, inconsistent to me. And of course, because this was like a big, Marvel banner style book Four dollars $5. It was more expensive. I want to say, is that what it was? It, it was more expensive than typical. Okay.
0: Yeah. You know, I didn't, so I didn't expect this to be like a, a home run type book. I mean, it's, it's not the, the main captain Marvel book. It's not, you know, something that appears to be dealing with what's happening in the Marvel universe right now. Um, uh, so I expected it to be, you know, less on big time storytelling you know, more relevant to someone who is seeing a movie coming out soon and might want to learn a little bit about the character. I mean, I think it accomplished at least what I thought it was setting out to do. Um, that doesn't mean I'd give it like a nine out of 10. I mean, it's a, it's an all right book. I think if you like Captain Marvel, you, you know, it's, it's probably stuff that you already know. Um, but geared towards new readers, it's, uh, you know, some backstory, it's a little bit it's 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 fine. I'd give it like a seven point five to to eight, something like that.
1: So this is getting an eight by the critics, seven point five by the readers. All right. To, uh, so men of the people. <laughs> yep. I assume you give it like a one. No, one? No, I give it like <laughs> a like a seven. A, a solid seven. Fair enough. With a weakening core but more exciting for this week. So this was a, was a, a surprise, right? Jessica it, Jones. Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh, did not see this on the solicitations or anything for this it, week. And I didn't a, know that it had come out. I, I guess I... It was a surprise. This is yeah, a fact. Yeah. I, I picked it up when I went through comiXology, and then I happened to stumble upon Kelly Thompson talking about it on Twitter about how it was botched, basically. the The release was straight up botched. So this was... Brian Michael Bendis having pegged Kelly Thompson after her, her pretty sweet Hawkeye run to uh, take the reins of Jessica Jones. And what they are doing with this is releasing two issues at a time, digital only first. Uh, so there'll be three parts and then quickly a trade paperback will come out. They'll take a break and then rinse, rent, repeat, which I think is a great strategy and, and something that I wish – more people will will be inclined to do in the future.
1: Rinse and repeat. Really? Mm-hmm. Do you own shampoo? Yes, I do. For what? <laughs> the hair follicles on my head. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed this one more than I thought I was going to. I like the art. I like the tone. I like the way. I like the concept where they're the way how, how you describe. They're going to do their thing and then take little breaks. So you get a bigger chunk at a time. Uh, I really liked it. So it we got Jessica. Jessica Jones is back. Um, she had, has been assaulted by somebody who is sort of, I guess, masquerading for or taking up for a client that she could not help years years prior. She gets shot in the head. Spoiler alert, but that happened. Mm-hmm. Is she inv- is she invulnerable? Is she magical? What's going on? I'm, I'm in for the line. I I, I subscribed immediately. Yeah, it's, uh, I really enjoyed,
0: I I subscribed to Kelly Thompson's Hawkeye run, really enjoyed it. Um, she, she's a writer that, um, because of that has, has really grown on me. So I was expecting a lot when I read this, um, her being handpicked by, by Bendis to to take this over. I love the, the, you know, the, the dialogue back and forth between Jessica and Luke at times. Um, I love the, the cameos of everyone. Mm-hmm. Matt comes in and, and busts her out of jail like normal. You got everyone coming to her bedside after being shot. You, misty nights in there. It's it, it was it was perfect. It, it was I think it was a perfect start to to a new series, new writer, uh, and and love the love the concept of for, of someone who doesn't want to buy print, who doesn't enjoy you know for the most part reading one issue a month and trying to remember storylines and. And keep going. I mean, two issues at a time, three months, knock it out. You know, for people that don't want to buy all the print copies, you instantly give them a trade to purchase. I mean, I think what they've got going with this book, creative team and concept, is
1: is A+. Me too. I would, I told you I subscribed. I'm ready to go.
0: All right. I don't see it on CBR, so.
1: I keep looking over and over again for a review of this.
0: I can't find any. The whole, ever it was a surprise, so no one had a chance to uh, review it, apparently.
1: Oh, come on. We did. <laughs> come on. So for next week, what do we got? So next week, what do we have here? The New World. This is an Alishcott book, which you know is, that's that's touchy. And I have to try and find a way to get this out of the thing. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll fix this in editing. <laughs> All right, so things from another world, it's the new world, Alish Cott. The United States, after the second Civil War, two lovers meet. One, a straight-edge veteran hacker a- anarchist boy with a penchant from messing with the state. The other, a chaotic, hedonistic cop with a reality TV show and a license to, t- license to kill. This really shouldn't happen, and yet somehow it does. And soon, the entire state of New California is after them. This ballistic sci-fi action romance series in the vein of Mad Max and Romain Juliet from Alish Cott. Trad Moore and Heather Moore begins with a massive size debut issue and features a back backup comic introducing the talents of Aaron Stewart and Sanako C. There was also weird characters in the did you read this description with me? Yes. They, were like, they were like weird <laughs> things <laughs> happening here. I had to like ad-lib through but that's the basic idea. It sounds like a futuristic weird shit. That's what he does. So yeah and his stuff uh, you know he's one of the writers that it's
0: been very hit or miss with us. Yeah. Um, you know, recent work of his generation gone. Um, I enjoyed is for that, the most still part.
1: Going? Is that. Is that still going? No, there was
0: a one, a one story arc thus far. And then it seems to have been put on the old back burner. Okay. Uh, he did the James Bond, uh, arc. It looks like he's done some, his days of hate book, which we are not reading. Um, yeah, but his old stuff of, you know, zero, uh, wolf was something we read dead drop. Uh, what was the Marvel book he did? Secret Avengers? Yes. Yeah, that was good. Uh, so, so, Alex got, uh, you know, so, he's been so, a little all over the
1: place. Something zero? Yeah, zero was good. Okay. All right. Well, look forward to that. Well, well I mean, it was Slim Pickens once again, people. We're not going to lie that there was like so many books from which to choose, and that's what we got. No, there was not that much. All right. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, sorry about the mystery being re- revealed here. So, what else did you get to this week? All right, so I read The Magic Order number 2, which I see you did too. Mm -hmm. This is another Mark Miller book with art by Olivia Coype. I enjoyed this very much. I really, really do. I like the idea of it. I like the way that it's delivered. The art, of course, is solid as hell to to refresh people. Uh, There is a magic order beneath sort of the – what happens. It's almost like a Doctor Strange kind of thing where magic happens all the time. We don't know it, but there are some uh, shenanigans happening behind the scenes and people that have been sort of old-guarding it for a while – have been targeted one by one by one and they're being offed I like it me too I like, I like it quite a lot and I mean, I'm intrigued with
0: the, the the villains here they've been very mysterious thus far they clearly have no remorse whatsoever for offing all these people um, they're very stealth they work quick uh, they are some some, uh, some big time type of assassin
1: but I, but I like it I do me too I also read Getting Falls* number five, which we've learned is uh, partially taking place in Toronto. This is true. Uh, again, the, great, the art of this again, uh, Jeff Lemire, Andrea Sorrentino. Man, this guy can deliver a spread. It's been so great, and I'm not sure where they're going to go with this because it is it's it's going quick and slow at the same time. I feel like right. Mm-hmm. Like we're learning more about this whole barn situation. The characters are either being killed or being possessed by whatever this barn situation is. I I I like it. I remain a subscriber of course. Thoughts on this?
0: Uh, me too. Uh love the spread in this one where it was the panels of um that was his name the main dude Norton um yes. talking to the girl and the the background is like the etched drawings of like a hospital and some, some people being hung and it was like the black and red like is super creepy. Um, so the art is, you know, just fantastic. I love the little call outs, um, the way that, like, the red circles on, on certain stuff as you're going through. We finally are, you know, it's super weird with the door opening in the middle of the sky. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I mean, the next issue, something's clearly got to happen. So, you know, I, I wish it was hitting my Comicsology download next
1: week. Me too. So Runaways number 11. I need you to carry the ball in this. A little bit because I all, all I remember of this is that Victor Mancha is not keen on getting a new body for various reasons. That's the only takeaway I have of this. And yeah. Gert, and Gert got a makeover.
0: Yeah, progresses the story a little bit. Um I still love the the back and forth with. uh I mean, to me, Doombot's a new character. I mean, I I haven't read anything with him in it before. Their interactions with him has have been uh, have been funny. Uh, but in the grand scheme of things, yeah. I mean, not a a whole lot happens in in this issue, and in far as uh, stories progressing, just a little more of Gert trying to adjust to um, to present day life. life after having been dead for so long. Um, they do go back and uh, try to take away Clara. If you remember her from old school Runaways, yeah. Um, and she wants nothing to do with, with running away with them. Um which is kind of a, a lesson it doesn't move the story a, a whole a whole far in advance, but it does teach them a lesson of, you know, not everyone's on board with running away with them. Like it it's it's not the same as it was before. Uh, you know, it's just kind of them doing their thing. So, you know, a slower issue. I'm still loving the interactions of all these characters being back together. The art is, is, is great and on point. Um Still, obviously subscribed and uh, can't wait to see where the story is going to like actually go again.
1: And so I also read old man Hawkeye number seven. Now this is one, I I, I mean, I think that you are, are going to eventually pick this up, right? And read it in total. Yeah. I, I feel like that's, you have to, this is the book where we learn how the Thunderbolts portrayed Hawkeye way back in the day when the, all this shit went down and it was so brutal but knowing that, on some level, it, it's it's a low stakes game when you think about, like, at large, what's happening with these characters. But it, for this storyline, was very very hard to watch or read or whatever. Think in your head. So I, I recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really good. I, I thought it was very well done. Where you got to see how Hawkeye got to be so fucked in the ass in the future. And now he's trying to fight it back. So that's the conclusion of what I picked up. I, I think, I, I'm sure I picked up some things for free, but uh, by and large, that was my main read. Anything cool. else from you? Uh,
0: the two other things I grabbed were, it looks like Comixology had released some of these previews that the Comic-Con had for, uh, for visitors. Uh, one being the Stranger Things title that Dark Horse Comics is going to be putting out soon. So this was like 15 pages of this, I guess, what it's going to be the first issue of this. I, I've enjoyed Stranger Things, the, the television show. I don't think I would enjoy the comic. Um, you know, what I dig about the show is the, you know, the the, the interactions between the kids and actually hearing those actors play out. Um, whereas, like, I'm trying to recreate their voices in my head as I was reading this, and it, it wasn't quite the same. The art right. was a little... It was like the characters were making the same face in every single scene, just about. Um I don't know. Just not fully on board. I imagine if you're super into stranger things, you know, this could be something to pick up and, you know, be able to experience that world in, in some other fashion, but uh, it doesn't seem like it's going to be for me. Okay. And then lastly, they had a, another 14, 15 page preview of the next arc of the umbrella Academy. So this is umbrella Academy hotel oblivion. We've talked a little bit about the show coming out soon. The book is scheduled for October um, You know, not a whole lot to gather from from the pages shown other than it's just exciting to see these characters again. I mean, that that second Umbrella Academy came out when? Like 10 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's this has been teased for a long time. You know, those two books were already done before I even started reading comics. So I think I borrowed your trades to read them. So it's fun to and see And you're welcome.
1: So and you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. And that was it. Okay, well, let's get into the good stuff here. James Gunn got fired. <laughs> oh, God. From Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Fresh some tweets from, like, 10 years ago where he was just trying to be a shit-stirrer, making little jokes about, again, if you boil it down to its core, pedophilia and rape, I guess, but, like, in a stupid Dane Cook kind of way. And that's that's, I hate to... Through Dan Cook into the mix as well, because that that's beneath us as well. Yeah, and now he's gotten fired from this multi-billion-dollar franchise. Thoughts on this? Um, one
0: being, you know, having some friends that work in HR and and knowing what goes into even my place of business of what goes into when you've got someone in the queue that you want to hire for something, you do a little digging on their social stuff make sure everything's on the up and up uh, for me, like for someone like Disney who has such a brand of, of little kids and hiring someone to helm a movie of yours in your biggest franchise, that being the MCU or one of your biggest franchises in the MCU. How does no one like go back through social media stuff for me? It seems like um, it's hard to believe that no one saw this stuff before. That it's hard to believe that – it's hard to believe that Disney didn't come across this before hiring him. It's hard to believe that he doesn't, once getting a job at
1: Disney, go back and delete some of this stuff. He did – these were deleted things, dude. That's the thing. They had um, been deleted.
0: Yeah, but, and I hate but, giving in to like – I mean they're awful things to say, even jokingly. It's it's stupid. It's stupid all around. Very I wish dumb, it had been caught very beforehand. Very dumb. You know, I wish – Somebody would come out like it's just weird to to give in to a a vocal minority on on any front, no matter what side of things you are in on, to just, you know, pull things out of thin air. And and this happened, um, I don't know if you followed it or or saw the news stories at all, but there's a a pitcher for the Milwaukee Brewers that was in the All-Star game this year. And as he was pitching in the All-Star game, tweets of his from when he was like 16 or 17 were dug up by somebody. And they were incredibly racist and, and awful yeah. and stupid. And, you know, he's on a baseball team now with a lot of black guys, Latino guys. Um, was he an idiot in his teenager teenage years? It looks to be so. Yeah. But if those guys vouch for him now and the person that he is, and if he's a good teammate and has not shown anything like that, you know, I think that. Says something about people being able to change, and you know this this dude's going through like sensitivity treatment with the major league baseball. He's not instantly fired from his job, right? Um, so it's just weird how two different things play out. But you know, it it sucks all around as a comic fan. Um, You know, people should just stay off social media. I'm starting to oh, think.
1: Yeah, uh, as we do this, so <laughs> uh, so I mean, the out, I'm I'm sure you followed the the follow up, which is many many actors. Uh, who are associated with Guardians, of course, and not Guardians, and even like Bobcat Goldthwaite. Yeah, I saw, I saw the headline of that. All of them have been like, "Really, this is a good, this is this is a good guy." Like he's he was an idiot ten years ago. Some people do stupid stuff when they're trying to become famous, and they make ri- ridiculous comments here and there. You've got to be kidding me. There has now been a, a Change dot org petition. Have you looked at this? Uh, The last I saw, there was, what, like 150,000
0: signatures to get him back? 170 plus. Okay. Are you among them?
1: I am not. I am. Because I feel like, come on. I just feel like, I think we are overcorrecting social incorrectness. And in this case, this is not one that's worth really penalizing somebody just not not just because i'm a fan of their work but like <laughs> but like he made it he's made some stupid tweets forever ago it was dumb he's 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 atoned for it. it he deleted them it was a long time ago come on that's my thing
0: yeah i i can see it it's not like a it's not a roseanne thing no there's spouting off of the mouth this very moment about stuff um i think it's a different take and i think it's like I said, it's it's someone you could have learned about and dug into before even hiring him. So then, you know, it, it as it only comes out now, I don't I don't know. It's all just, you know, there's many different angles to look at. Um, you know, even the balls of Disney to straight up fire him instantly. I mean you could easily see a scenario where they don't and stand behind him and people get up in arms about that as well. So it just sucks all around. Yeah, it does. All right. Well, uh so we got the first trailer of Shazam. Have you checked this out? I did. Did it make you any more interested in it cuz the, the
1: last time we talked about this you were not interested. What's <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, it looks, it looks like, like it's going to be a fun movie. I mean, it,
0: it looks more fun than any of the DC movies have been, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So <laughs> I mean, that's it seems weird that they've they've done all these movies already with their big name characters that you know have have been somewhat hard to get into and this is uh Looks like something approachable, joking. It's much like you would find in a Marvel movie,
1: such as Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> too, too, too soon, man. Too bring it soon. very That's uh, uh, good. Yeah, it looks uh, okay. All right. Well,
0: some excitement. I like it. <laughs> We've got uh, Chelsea Kane is returned to Marvel. So, Chelsea Kane, who most recently wrote uh, the Mockingbird series, uh, she had her own social media desktops with with everyone on Twitter. She is coming back and, um, you know, more interestingly is taking over where Tom King left off the vision. Thoughts on this?
1: I mean, what, what can I say?
0: Are you what interested can in, in seeing, I mean, it's, it, has it been long enough of the, of the vision run being over that we're ready to see it booted back up? And is this the right person to be doing it?
1: Sure. I mean I I missed that book. I thought it was great. On some of – to your point, if if I'm reading you correctly, it was a very great self-contained 12 issues. Great book. But it has been two years maybe. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, I'm in, so I'm out. All right. Where are you? Where are you?
0: I think um, I'm a little weary in that it's not like a whole new book in and of itself. So, I mean, they're billing it as kicks off in November, follows vision as his daughter Viv and their robe dog Sparky attempt to pick up the pieces of their shattered family life and move forward. So it is taking exactly where, you know, he left off. So I obviously want to see that. I never wanted that story to end, obviously, uh, much like at this point, I don't want to see Mr. Miracle end. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I guess things gotta keep going on at some point. Um, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I, I mean, it. I thought it was, I mean, I liked it. Sorry. <laughs> I love the vision. Watch Marion.
0: I just made down by the bay. <laughs> We've got some details regarding DC Universe's streaming service. So this would be streaming service online that you could pay seventy-five bucks a year or eight bucks a month. Get gets you access to TV shows such as Titans, Swamp Thing, Doom Patrol, a a robust library of classic TV and film with the Batman the Brave of the Bull, Batman Beyond, Justice League animated series, Um, some books you can read, uh, all kinds of stuff. And they teased their first uh, show, which is the the Titans trailer. Have you read into any of this? Uh, Checked any of this out?
1: I've read into the uh, streaming service. I watched the Titans trailer, which we'll get to, I'm sure. But hard pass on the service.
0: I didn't really like the trailer. Like the trailer, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't the fuck Batman thing and just, I don't know. The The, the trailer was not in, was not piquing
1: my interest like other uh, trailers I don't, have. Like what's it, w- w- for, for what? What is the worth of it? Anything? I don't know. So, no. Yeah,
0: so they're not getting my $75 quite yet. Although I am I, interested in the Doom Patrol TV show.
1: Would you be into an image comics streaming service
0: uh, similar to this of of TV shows and whatnot?
1: Yes, yes, I'll pre-order it right now. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. I think <laughs> I, 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 I think I think it's not it's that's not the offerings per se. It is the catalog from which it is pulling. That's yeah. what it is. And you know, it's
0: and it's always a weird spot too. And I had this talk because we had um, some new people starting at my office today and they do the whole go around something about you and someone brought up that i read comic books and you know they're like oh which do you read marvel and dc i'm like well oddly enough my favorite character is a dc character but i don't really read any dc comics and you know here's this whole streaming service with like five new tv shows announced and bringing back young justice and like none of this stuff has my favorite character in it so that sucks I mean, he's only appeared in, like, their animated movies, and th- those have been good, but I don't need to uh, subscribe to the service to watch those, so
1: uh, I'm on the outs thus far. And this first one's like, TMI, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did not bring it up. I, didn't ask the question. I was going to say, how long did you go on this tie Ridge? this brand not, new person? You, you know me, not long at all. Uh, do I, though? Yes. Do I know you? hmm <laughs> Okay, and finally... Donnie Cates relaunch Marvel Knights uh, MK20. What the hell is this? Marvel Knights Twenty. So, Donnie Cates, friend of the show.
0: Um, we've talked even recently about how he's, you know, Marvel's new darling. Um, I copied you in a in a tweet one uh, this came out saying, and we knew him back when. So now he is going to be. He's re-signed as a Marvel exclusive. Next project is rebooting all of, I guess, all of the Marvel Knights books. And so when these originally came out, Marvel Knights was, was what? Things like, um, Moon Knight. Um, what are some of the other Marvel Knights books? You should know these better than me. I do Like Electra, Punisher.
1: Uh, you always do this. I don't remember. Okay. And, and I hate, I hate when you do this. I wasn't this question. <laughs> Well, they're, uh, yeah, so anyways, those types of
0: books, they were, you know, they're edgier. Um, you know, they're probably more of a mature adult type of reading scenario, I would imagine. Uh, okay. So it's just interesting to me that, that Donny Cates is, uh, you know, he's being handed the reins to this. To not even just write some big Marvel titles, but to just be given you Full know, a handful of characters to say, you know, here, you know, pick some creative teams, uh, have at it, and uh, it's just uh, cool how far he's come.
1: Yeah, yeah, Like, fuck these characters over however you want. <laughs> do what you got to do. By the way, uh, I should put this in the follow-up. So I was like in your kind of sort of neck of the woods this weekend. I was in PA. Not close to where you grew up, but certainly rural enough. My friend, wowzers, Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Where's the grocery store?
0: Nowhere. Where, what was, what was wh- theirs even
1: called? Did they have one? What? Uh, I want to say it was like Ring or King something along those lines so, something that was like I never heard of it and uh, where are the restaurants? they don't exist Where are the where's the library? where's the Walmart? for God's sakes
0: no that should have existed somewhere but it's probably like no. a 20
1: or 30 minute drive the, the, there was no service dude nothing then we go uh, then we go tubing and I got to tell you man <laughs> you know me I'm, I'm I'm soft And I'm always looking for the exit At all times Right mm-hmm. Coming to the room Where can I leave How And how soon How much time do I have to put into this party To get credit for being here You see what I'm saying uh, this, It was supposed to be three hours This tubing thing It was five and a half plus because there was no current and the wind was blowing the opposite direction. we <laughs> <You laughs> swear to get it. The thing, like my buddy, like made me do this. Was trying to bail so hard, and I'm like, I'm not gonna complain because I'm I'm trying to be like a good guest, I suppose. But it was so cold, miserable. <laughs> I'm surprised you ever agreed to do this. <laughs> uh, why? You're right. You're right. Uh, I mean, I say yes so many times, and I'm like. Shit. Can I just, just take my deposit? I don't, want, I, don't want, I don't want to do this. And this is one of the, this is one of the examples. But I did it. I, I did it. And I, not only did, did I do it, I was a trooper about it. Even the next day, uh, people wanted to go to, the, to a winery, and I did that too. I did yeah. it.
0: You could have stayed home and read so many books.
1: That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so we made it. I lived. Right. I'm, supposed to go. I'm supposed to go to another one in two weeks, so there you go. Oh, fantastic. But you know, like, I'm a soft person. Dude. I don't want to do this. Don't do it. Say no.
0: I'm busy. i already paid. I'm already You're paid. Are you paid to do
1: this? Well, we're, we're, it's an Airbnb, man. Oh, Lord. I secure my spot. <laughs> All right. Well, you enjoy that. Yeah, well, talk to you never. <laughs> All
0: right, well, tune in next week to uh, to learn more about Brooks's Whereabouts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, enjoy some comic books with us. Uh, right, too many com. Uh, hit us up online.
1: Bye forever. I've been reading too many comics.